Yo, what up? It's your boy Jeffrey, aka Papa J, and you are tuning in to another episode of Just Talking with Jeffrey. Let's go. Yo, 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 what up, man? Listen, you are tuning in to another episode with your boy, Papa J, and back at it, back with me. I got my boy, Elo Speaks. Say what up to the people. Hey, what's up? Thanks for having me. I'm glad to be back. Talk about the sports, all the latest stuff that's happening, all the craziness happening with AB, Aaron Rodgers, Kyrie Irving, et cetera. Man, listen, that's uh, going to be some heavy stuff, man. <laughs> Last time we um we left off a couple of things, man, because we didn't get the chance to get into it. And I hope we are able to get every get into everything today. Um no. but man, listen, like you said, it's gonna be some crazy stuff, man. So I hope uh you know y'all stay tuned. But um before you know we get into the good stuff, listen, y'all see it at the bottom, just talking with Jeffrey, man. Go um follow, subscribe, you know, do all do all that. Um and, you know, your boy Elo Speaks, man. All his stuff flashing down at the bottom. Go do the same. Go show my boy support. Elo Speaks, YouTube, Spotify, anywhere you can find him, man. Go and do that, man. Go on. Like I said, support your boys. Support your boys. Um, yeah, man. But as we... Uh, as we... Uh-huh, man. Go ahead, man. No, I was going to say, you know, follow me on YouTube, uh, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts. And I also um, have a Twitch account as well. On Elo Speaks, so you can follow me there as well. Man, I ain't gonna lie. I gotta try to um get into that Twitch business, man. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't fully really get should. it yet, but I'm gonna, get into, I'm gonna get into Twitch, man. Yeah, you, yeah. Trust but, me, um, show up an account. Really useful. All right, man. I'm, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that. But man, listen. As we get into it, man. Let's 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 jump. I wanted to talk AB first, but AB is a different breed of people. So, maybe it's a topic on his own. On his (laughs) own. On his own. So, we're going to jump into, you know, we're going to go backwards. We're going to go backwards. Uh, We're going to start in the NBA. And, I mean, it's still early on. So, you know, the MVP race is is, is forever fluid. It's going to be fluid week after week because i think when we started this off um who who would you say was on top out of the 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 ones that were on top at the time when we were when we did the last podcast kevin Durant kind of edged um curry as the number one to like win the mvp but then uh kevin Durant got into health and safety protocols so that put uh curry back into the mvp race but now that Kevin Durant's back. Curry kind of having a, a little like shooting slump right now. But now, out of nowhere, Giannis Antetokounmpo came out of nowhere and kind of edged both of them in the MVP race. And you already know, York, Nurkic, my apologies, Nikolai Jokic, he's playing unbelievable. So he's putting himself in the MVP race. So is, any, is anybody's like MVP right now? Is up for grabs. Man, and, and and you know what's so crazy about that? I'm not gonna lie. So as I look at the latest standings, right? So let me tell you what the order is based on what 
the NBA had put out more recently, right? So, like you just said, you got Giannis at one, you got KD at two, you got Jokic at three, you got Embiid quietly at four. I'm not gonna lie, I've, I haven't heard anything from from Embiid, but he's at four, he's a and then you got Curry, Curry at five, right? So they got a total of, you know, 10 people, but, you know, the next five, eh, whatever's not really whatever's they're doing their thing. <laughs> the Rosen, I'm not going to lie. He could sneak into that. He could sneak into yep. that. Yep. I forgot about um, him. Too. Yeah. Yeah. The Rosen they got right now, they got the Rosen at six. LeBron is at seven. Chris yeah, Paul at LeBron eight. James yeah, he is. I'm, I ain't going to lie. I looked at his numbers recently. I mean, I think he's only had one game less than 30 points. He was at 26. And I was like, yo, that's crazy. Um, but you got Gobert at nine, and then you got Ja. Ja at, you know, number 10. Ja been playing unbelievable. It's a good list. I'm not going to lie. This is this is a good list. And so, but, but let, let, let's go back to what you said earlier about Steph, you know, regressing. Listen, you, I don't know if this is going to help his MVP cause or it's just going to help the team overall. But I just got a report earlier today that um, Clay coming back. Yep, Clay is tomorrow. officially returning. He is officially yeah. returning. Uh, and 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 from what um, Steve Kerr said, he's not returning to a uh, coming off the bench type role he's coming back into the starting lineup he doesn't need to he um he's been playing in the in the 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 g league with him and wiseman so he's been getting good reps good practicing so he's been playing against like other competitions so they're able to slide him back into the lineup and since the his he fits so well with their system and style of play it's gonna be a seamless fit it's gonna feel like he never left which is true, and and they're what twenty nine and nine right now, yeah. so they are going to that that mesh is going to be there. They gonna they got they're going to be able to gel. Obviously, still gonna be able to put up crazy numbers. Now, I mean, they're putting up crazy numbers without Clay. With him coming back, is going to be even crazier. Um, but on the other side of that, like I said, does this ultimately help? You know, his MVP. Uh, race or does it hurt him, uh, Steph? Because listen, he was doing his thing without Clay, without having to. I mean, not to say share the ball, he has been sharing the ball. What is he averaging? Give me a second. Hold on, I think he's averaging like uh, he's averaging six, six, six assists a game, 6.1 assists a game. Um, uh, I think with, with, with Clay coming back, he's definitely gonna probably you know jump up because he got a he got another shooter, a like legit yeah. shooter on a court with him. He's not gonna get double team a lot. Nah, that's definite. And I mean, you know, Steph can kill a double team anyways, so that doesn't course, even matter. Of course, um, Steph Curry's a threat from half court. Yeah, like this is ridiculous. He's video game status. Yeah. He's video game. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't get how he, he's he's definitely a walking video game. As uh, soon as he's from the logo, he's a threat I, to shoot. That's the scary thing about him. He definitely is, but I mean, I just—I'm not gonna lie. What, what's your? Th- I, to be honest, I don't 
think that's just my opinion. The sports world can have their own opinion, right? Everybody can have their own opinion. But I don't think Giannis should be the number one in the MVP race right now. I, I just Neither. don't. I, I still I, feel I, like um, I still feel like um, Kevin Durant is still that leading the league in the MVP voting. That's just my personal opinion on the matter. But you know, I can't take away from what Giannis is doing in terms of like playing, and they've been winning. I understand that uh, Brooklyn has a better record than them, um, up there by two games. But they just recently played the Milwaukee Bucks, and the Milwaukee Bucks were beating them by twenty points. So, and Giannis, of course, had a great game. But I still feel like uh, Kevin Durant is still playing the best basketball I've seen him play since OKC. Since like I'm talking about twenty fourteen. So, and that's that. Listen, that is true, right? And so here's so stat wise, right? Giannis is at twenty seven. Let's call it twenty eight a game, eleven boards a game, five assists a game. KD is at thirty points a game, seven boards and five assists a game. Only area Giannis is doing better than KD in is rebounds. And you're talking about wins. Wins matter. And when you talk yeah. about somebody like KD who is able to do it by himself without two other all-stars. Exactly. Like, I think there was, how, I think there was how do a you game, not give it to somebody like that? I think there was a game where Kevin Durant was playing with, I think, like two, three rookies on the team. Because, you know, it, it got ravaged by health and safety protocols. Yeah, on the team, and he was playing with like rookies on the team. They still won, so you got you got to give it to him there. Like I'm not saying he's the foregone conclusion MVP, but you know because things could happen, mm-hmm. he, could, he could possibly go on a slump or you know anything could happen. But that that's like something to look at right there. True, and and I mean that's that that can go for anybody to be honest. But at the end of the day, like I said, I mean that's just my thought. I don't feel that Giannis should be number one. I just have not seen a lot. I mean, the body of work this season to where Giannis should be given that number one, you know. And once again, it's still early on, so this is an opportunity where Kevin, you know, KD may slide, will slide. I'm not going to lie. It's not on May. He will slide back to the top. You know, Giannis will slide back down to the, you know, two. Um, But I definitely feel like, you know, Giannis. Definitely in the conversation. Ain't the number one right now. Yeah, conversation, no doubt. Number one, nah, I can't I can't call that one. I can't call that one. Um, but listen, like I said, it's a this is a fluid race. You know, the season we not we haven't even gotten to the all-star break yet. Um so things can definitely change. And I mean, obviously, COVID is still a factor. So with everybody going in and coming in and out, you know, protocols, you know, left and right, it could definitely take a toll on, you know, players mentally um, and physically because, like, man, okay, today we got this guy. Tomorrow we may not have him, and next week we may not have him, but we may have this other person back. So how do we, you know, ultimately – now, listen, at the end of the day, that's the coach's job to manage his roster, but – it's also, you know, for the players to then be able to get on the court and actually play the game with whoever's on there, play with your teammates. With, I mean, whoever's on the court at that time. So, 
Um, but when you talk about people like KD, like I said, you know, this man is doing it with and without, you know, um, James Harden, without, you know, Kyrie. So it's like, you know, I just feel like this guy should be, um, should be, uh, listen, if it, if it ended right now, yeah, he should be number one. But I, I feel like if it ended right now, I honestly think that the edge would, although he is right now number one, but I think, you know, if it ended right now, season ended right now, the edge would go to KD with what he's been able to do with his team. He he would definitely get the edge. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. I definitely agree with that. And so, that's that the takeaway from, yeah. you know, Stephen Curry, DeRozan, they could mm-hmm. possibly be a – Stephen Curry is definitely top three in the race. He could possibly win it too. I'm not going to show how that's going to look when Clay Thompson comes back. Will his stats stay the same? Or will his stats go down because it's going to give more touches to Clay and Wiseman coming back? I don't know how that's going to affect the team dynamics as well, but he's definitely top three in the race to win MVP. But uh, we're not sure about, you know, people like DeRozan and other people uh, that's on the list. They're like, they're in the conversation as well. They're just, I can see them as dark horses to win the race. Yeah. Like they got to be playing extraordinary. Yeah, no. Nah. They you you talking about the the Bulls would have to be the number one team, you know, in rec- record wise. I'm just like overall, they would have to be the number one team for the rest of the season for yeah. him to for DeRozan to be able yeah. to like steal that. Because listen, yes, they case. are. I think they they are still ranked number one. Yeah, yeah. they still rank number one. Uh, yeah, they're ranked number one in the East. Um, at 26 and 10, they're what two and a half, um, ahead of Brooklyn. Yep, but and, uh, you're still talking about a Milwaukee's team that I mean, you talk about the Rosen versus, yeah, but you're talking about the Rosen who's going up against somebody like KD MVP wise. I'm not talking about on the court, I'm talking about MVP race wise. I don't know, that's a tough, that's an uphill battle for the Rosen. That I don't think he'll be able to pull off if you know things were to end right now. Like I said, the team they would have to be number one all the way through the rest of the year for him to be able to you know take that number one spot. Yeah, we don't see, we don't know how teams are gonna like play or produce after the All Star break. I do see that Chicago is on a strong run right now. In the last ten games, they're nine and one, so they've been beasting lately. And DeRozan been going mm-hmm. off by making two back to back game winners. Which personally, I've never seen that before, but that's extraordinary to hear. So, you know, it's just strengthening his MVP case. He could shoot up the ladder, but still, he has to have, me personally, he has to have the points like KD and the efficiency numbers as Giannis and KD to be top five right now. Yeah. And you know what? So, I was talking to somebody the other day about that uh, efficiency. Uh, a lot of people, Outside of NBA, uh, the MVP voters don't really look at that. They don't really, you know, think that that's important. But that actually is important. Like, how efficient are you day in and day out to, you know, get your team not only be able to, you know, get the wins, but then to also get what get your points. Like, are you going six and forty or wait four and twenty? 
like your boy Westbrick or <laughs> to, to, to get are you going four and 20 to get, you know, 20 points or are you going 12 and 18 to get those 20? Like, wh- wh- what are you doing? Like, how what is your body of work, you know, from the moment the tip goes off? I mean, from the from tip off to the time the game ends to end up getting your stats. If you're not efficient, if you're not consistent day in and day out, man, listen, I don't know. And I was like, I put, whoa, I put that makes sense. Heavy. I put efficiency heavy into like who, mm-hmm. who should be the MVP because when uh, Kevin Durant was playing with Golden State, he was getting thirty points on it like with twelve shots, twelve of them. Easy. Yeah. So easy. And then when you have somebody like Russell Westbrook, for example, um, when they played the Brooklyn Nets on Christmas, he went four for twenty. On the stat sheet, he 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 did good on the stat sheet, but going four for twenty, missing free throws, turning over the ball at an alarming rate, that's the factor in. Two things that like that should really like factor in in terms of it is uh player efficiency and uh plus minus rating. How yeah. effective were you were on the court? Not just scoring rise, but everything. Like were you rebounding, were you passing? Where you defending? Yeah, that's something that shows up on the plus minus. If you're being a horrible defender, that's gonna yep. show up on your plus minus. If you're defending, are you getting steals? Are you getting like locks? Are you defending your your opponent to where they're not scoring as efficiently efficiently as they were? So that you you could take that to effect too. So yeah, big time, big time. So. I, I mean, listen, you know, it's like I said, it's still early on. You got a lot of things, you know, happening night in, night out. Um, so things can the, the 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 landscape of the NBA can definitely change. Um, but I'm not gonna lie, I'm excited to see it. And a part of the landscape changing, you know, a lot of people are saying, you know, how does this look over the next couple of weeks? Especially, you know, once again, when you're talking about pushing for the playoffs and pushing for home court advantage um the brooklyn nets we talked about it last last you know first that last episode uh kyrie kyrie coming back part-time um I see he came back but he's coming back into a situation Indiana, where he came back to against the indiana pacers yeah and i mean listen did his thing is i mean and i mean so this is a different let, let, let's let's you know, veer off real quick. I, I just saw something today. KD, oh my gosh, this guy. I don't know what is something in the water, something maybe you know, drinking, smoking. I don't know. This guy says Ki- Kyrie, and this Kyrie is better than AI. I don't know about that. As an overall player, I don't. Yeah. I I I don't, I don't know about that. What's your thoughts on that? Um, there's a case for it to possibly. There's a possible case for it. Um, you gotta put up. No you, doubt. If you put up, if you put up their numbers, you got, I'll have to check their numbers side by side to compare them. But um, I could see how I could I could I could see how people will say Kyrie is better than AI. Um, me personally, I think uh Kyrie Irving has the best handles in the NBA ever. I've Kyrie? never seen somebody. Yeah, I've never seen somebody with a handle package as diverse as Kyrie. 
That is no, definite. It, I am not. I I can't. I can't put that past Kyrie. Kyrie's handles is sick. Yeah, Uncle Drew's handles some good are handles, ridiculous. Yeah. AI has some great handles. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to take nothing from AI. He has some great handles, but um, when it came to Kyrie, he like he's gonna cross you multiple ways and then lay the ball up. So, so let's hey. let's. Let's let's unpa- unpack this real quick, real quick, real quick, so we can get back into everything else, right? So, over handles, I'm gonna go to Kyrie, gonna yeah. go Kyrie, hands down. Uh, scoring, I'm I not gonna lie, to I'm gonna have to go AI. Yeah, scoring, I'm gonna have to give that to AI. Yeah. Defense, I'm good at AI. I, I'm I, I'm a little older, and I've seen a couple of. It, it, I seen, I seen, I, I've watched a few AI games. I'm gonna have to go defense. I'm gonna have to go AI. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, but I mean, you just talk about an overall. Oof, like I said, it's it's yeah. it's it's really debatable. That's that's tough. I would have to see stat for stat, like who, yeah, like what Kyrie what is doing, and what AI really did to say who. But you know, like I said, I don't know. Listen, let's just let, you talking about a teammate, advocate. you gassing somebody up. Yeah. To mm-hmm. to be to be devil's advocate for AI, you could make a strong case for AI because AI by himself was able, I want to say by himself, but he was able to carry a team into like to the finals to play against the 01 Lakers uh, while Kyrie kind of struggled by himself to like with the the Cleveland Cavaliers, but the Cleveland Cavaliers is a really, really bad franchise. So that's that's a that's a hard strike against Kyrie overall. Because he was trying to make the team go like ascend to playoffs before LeBron James came. But that's a nod on Allen Iverson's uh you know a feather in his cap because he was able mm-hmm. to take that uh team to the playoffs and get a game off the O one Lakers when they were just destroying everyone in the playoffs. They're the only team that had a win but, against them in the playoffs. That's true. But listen, I mean you had also Kyrie was also on Boston and he couldn't do it there. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I I really just don't feel like AI can carry a team on his own. And I mean yeah, a lot of Kyrie. people at I mean now now Kyrie, Kyrie, sorry. Kyrie cannot carry a team on his own. No, he can't. He but can't. you look he at is. you look at you look at the, I mean the, the landscape of the NBA right now, that's just a lot of players. I mean a lot of you know, yeah, a lot of players are not able to do it on their own, so they you know join super teams and yeah it, it, whatever it is it's, it's the way of the nba right now but at the end of the day when you talk about i mean now nba nowadays honestly anyways is soft compared yeah. to you know back in the day so i don't think you can put any of the nba players now in what you know in back in the day teams to say oh yeah go out there and win it on your own they it ain't happening it ain't happening yeah, that's that's not happening so Those days are gone it, you just talk about, and that this is why I say I don't know. I think I give the edge ultimately to AI because he was in an era where, like, yo, I'm punching you in your mouth, and guess what? You got to get back up to that, that very same moment. Yeah, you got to get back era. up right now to play. The one thing that could like that's like a definite like like drop the hammer moment. Like, yo, AI is better than Kyrie. Is AI won an MVP and Kyrie did it? 
True, true. So it 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 really speaks to you and tell you, listen, AI is on this terrible team, but he's bringing his team to the playoffs. He's bringing his team to the finals, and like is I mean he's he's showing why like yo he is that boy. Like I mean Kyrie, I ain't gonna lie, he ain't doing that. He's showing how he's a cancer. How like yeah, yeah you know hey listen I don't want to do this I, okay well but it's you know just, overall like I said he it's kind of like the 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 div, the wide receiver diva effect such as AB which oh, we're gonna get man. to later on but it's like the the bigger the talent the bigger the headache you know what I'm saying that is true that is true so, and like, I ain't gonna lie. Can't stand those uh, tight players, but you know it is. What yeah, it is. You know, but you it's like their talent. Yeah. Their talent is worth their weight in gold. So you gonna deal with it? That it. Yeah. Well, I don't know about. Well, yeah, A B as well. You know, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But yeah, you know, yeah. listen. I just feel. I I just really feel. You know, like I said, uh, KD was being a really good teammate by gassing up his boy. You know, on his return. And saying what he's saying so that he can have that bit of motivation and that bit of, of you course, know, of oh yeah, I'm that guy. Huh? We'll, you know, we'll see though. We'll see. Time will tell. Listen, he he game one back, you know, under his belt. So we'll see. But you know, here's, here's what I was going getting to. Yeah, it was good. It was good. You know, he did his thing. But this is what I was getting to earlier, right? So he's coming back, and they got this, you know, their number two. So right now they're they're locked for playoffs. I mean, uh, home court advantage in round one. Um, but if they have home court advantage, he cannot play in Brooklyn. Yeah, he's going to play so road games. He can only play road games, and yeah. and that's crazy to think that. Listen, you've worked your way back, right? But you cannot play home games unless you are unless you got the the pique. You know we can't say that other stuff, but you know unless you got the, <laughs> the pique, the jab, you can't play home games. Yeah, you ain't got the dab, the you jab, can't play yeah. home games. So how 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 does that work? Like how that's crazy to me. So the first two games are going to be at home. He's going to have to sit it out. And when they head back on the road against whoever team, like let's just say the playoffs were to finish right now, they will have to play the the Toronto Raptors. So Toronto. He, yep. Yeah, he's going to go to Toronto in game two. I mean, game three, my apologies. He'll go to game two, uh, three or four. And then when they head back to Brooklyn, he's not going to be there. And then he's going to come back game six. That's, I mean, that's if they even go that far. Me personally, yeah. I mean, they should be able to relatively beat the Raptors within five. I don't, I don't know. Well, five, five, yeah. yeah. But, you know, honestly, they would have to pray and play their butts off to get a sweep because, uh, I mean, it's not the same Raptors of the past, but it's still. Listen, you don't, you can't sleep on any team once it comes playoff right. time. Of course, of like, course, of course. Playoff time. That's when. That's when they put their big boy pants on. That's when they say, "Hey, listen, this is what we really getting paid the big bucks for." Yeah. So playoffs, you know they gonna. Go, 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 
so this is what they're not playing just to play against the 15 players on a team. You got to understand, you got the 15 plus that reserve guy or girl by the name of COVID, right? That is a factor. It's, it's not like, all right, playoff time coming around, COVID is not a factor anymore. Nah. Exactly. Yeah. COVID is still a, a factor. So it's like, all right, we can't anticipate that KD uh, or James Harden is going to be, you know, having this to sit because of protocol. Exactly. Like, yo, if they have to sit, now you're not only talking about not having one of those two, but you also, obviously, in Brooklyn, not going to have Kyrie. So now you down two, maybe three of your stars. He's, he's quote unquote not Zach, so he's more susceptible to possibly be pulled for health and safety protocols. So correct. That's a that's a factor. So in that's itself. and they so were making. I just, they were, I just think they that were making. They were making jokes about it too. How like there was like, mm-hmm. oh, uh, Jason Kidd might get a ten day contract, or Dwayne Wade might get a ten day contract. And Dirk Nowitzki, he he had his jersey better uh, raised the other night, and they were talking about, hey, we, we'll give you a ten day contract. So <laughs> that's just how it's looking right now with the health and safety protocol with COVID striking the NBA. Yeah, it's it's listen. It's going to be a ridiculous thing to have to sit here and look and see what happens between now and then because listen like you said the the them being able to gel is one thing them being able to like get it you know all put together in season is one thing but then playoff time when like like i said it really matters if they have not really gelled enough it's going to show come playoff time because you only have this guy two games you know well let's say you only have them on the road because you know you never know it could be two it could be three games on the road or i mean at home that they're there so you don't know it could be four if they go on seven games but it's like yo how do we ultimately work this guy into our roster to where come end of the season rolling into playoffs we can guarantee that listen we don't need this guy game one and two at home but on the road yes we have them but we need them to the point where we're closing out the series on the road because we don't want to have to go back home in a game five situation and not win it so it's like man hopefully they can figure that out but that's just a whole different you know the worst case dynamic ball game that you got the worst case scenario is if they make it to the easter conference final or the NBA Finals, and let's just hypothetically say there's a Game 7 that he can't play because the Brooklyn Nets have home court advantage, then the, the, the Nets are in trouble. Like, let's just, just keep it a buck. They're in trouble. Because if there's a Game 7 and he can't play and they so happen to lose because of that, the media, the media is going to destroy Kyrie. Destroy Definitely. Him. Definitely. Because they're gonna they're gonna hold this and, and sucks. for the rest of his career. They're gonna be like, you had an opportunity to win an NBA title because you didn't want to get vaxxed, and you just you you decided to not get the job for whatever reason, which is his choice. Like we can't force anybody to do what they don't want to do. Because I don't want I don't I wouldn't want them to do that to me. Nope. 
So I'm not holding that against Kyrie, but the media is not because you know they've been they've been promoting the job or anything like that. So. Hmm. I, I mean, listen. At the end of the day, you know, and Kyrie. I mean, um, KD actually said it too about um. He was asked the other day, "Will you uh like what do you think about forcing you know um Kyrie to take the the vaccine?" He was like, "Man, yo, listen, I would never want to do something like that. Like, yo, that's that man's personal, you know, uh, beliefs. Um." I can't force him to do something like that. Nobody should force anybody to do something like that. Exactly. Why? Because that's that man's personal belief. So, listen, I stand with him and I and I agree. And listen, at the end of the day, he's a grown man. If the man say no, like, yo, what can you do? Exactly. If you if you telling me I'm not gonna have my career because of it, then hey, listen. Oh well, I mean, we we, we talked about that last you know episode, man. Listen, of course, of course, so yeah. be it. If 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 I'm not able to, then so be it. I just don't so. like how the media is making personal attacks at him uh, about his character, about his intelligence. Because you know the the comment about the Earth is flat. Like I feel like that's unnecessary. If he doesn't want to take the jab, he shouldn't be cajoled and forced to do it. Like I understand he has a job as an NBA player, but he I'm pretty sure he made enough money where. He could potentially he could potentially tire right now comfortably. He could open businesses. He has sponsorships and endorsement deals where he, he yeah. can be set for life. His family can be set for life. But I do understand the the you know the severity of the situation that you know the Brooklyn Nets are in striking distance of potentially winning their first ever NBA title. So for their franchise history. So I understand the seriousness there, but is just a complicated situation because like you don't want to take the job but at the same time it's like your job is kind of they're not forcing you to but they're backing you down into a corner saying you're not we're not going to be we're not going to pay you money which you need to basically live and survive and take care of your family unless you take that job so it's like a low level force in a way you get it yeah yeah and listen, once again, at the end of the day, you can't force somebody to do something that they don't want to do. Um, yeah. And if that if that's that person's livelihood and it you know dictates what's going to happen after that, then, hey, you as a person, you got to make that determination on whether or not, you know, that's going to hurt you to say, hey, I'm out or just say, hey, listen, you know what? On to the next. It is what it is. If it hurts me, it hurts me. But I got to, you know, live right for me and my family. And yes. me not taking this is, you know, what's going to be right for me. So it is what it is. Day, you do you do what you, what's best for you and your family. Bump what we saying, what the media saying, yeah, what everybody else saying. So. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's, that's, once again, that's ultimately what it boils down to. Yep. But, you know, so here's as we uh, listen, you know, once again, the the, the NBA season, I, I'm not gonna lie, I'm waiting, I'm, I'm ready to see, you know, um, what's this thing called? Uh, all star break. I, yeah, last year they didn't really have, I mean, they, yeah, they didn't have all star break last year. I feel, year, like, the, I I feel like the all star break kind of came and went, they, they kind of squeezed in everything into like a couple of days because mm-hmm. they didn't want it to. 
stretch out like how it used to be like the past three days because they're trying to mitigate COVID as much as possible. Yeah. So um, I, I just hope they still have at least the you know the 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 three point contest. I ain't too much like whatever. The dunk contest, I prefer to really win. see that. It came in. Well I, I would love they, to they see. The, yeah. They they literally squeezed the dunk contest during halftime of the All Star game. Yeah, I don't. I didn't like that. Now, yeah. so to be honest, I would, I would be okay if they did not have an All Star game. Why? Because I just think that is nothing but fanfare. Yeah, like it's just nobody, an NBA Yeah, that like the the main thing should be skills challenges you know the dunk contest the three-point contest you know those sort of things the game like they don't really care about that no more they don't be playing defense like they don't really care like if, if like the, the last couple of minutes yeah and if the end result of the game is whatever winning team gets x amount of dollars for charity, charity. yo just go give the money to the charity why you gotta you know why do you gotta play for it like yo, all right listen the East wanted this to to raise money for this charity. The West wanted to raise this money for this charity. All right, here you go. Here go check to those charities. Like, good luck. I mean, good job. But you know, to have that whole game where once again nobody's actually playing is pointless to me. Yeah. So you, I gotta, know, I just... you gotta you gotta understand though, because you know, we 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 want competitive All Star games. Like how it used to be back in like in the nineties when Jordan was playing, but at the same time, I don't want me personally. I don't want like as a Miami Heat fan. I don't want. I wouldn't want Jimmy Butler going hard in the All Star game and he mess around gets injured in a pointless All Star game. And, and and that's what I'm saying. So it's like, well, you know what? Honestly, NBA is a lot more. It's a lot harder for them to to get injured than it is in the NFL. So, yeah. you know, but then again, the NFL is smart. They don't have their Pro Bowl in the middle of the year. They have it at the end of the year. So if anybody get injured, then, well, you got the offseason to recover. But yeah. the end of NBA, obviously, midseason, you know, anybody get injured, then, uh, ooh, good luck. But exactly, I just I just don't, like I said, I don't understand why they still have in the All-Star game when at the end of it all, nobody's actually playing 100. Like, who cares? Have yeah, the I dunk hate, contest. Have the three-point contest. Yeah. Like, have the dunk contest and the three-point contest and call it a day. Or the skills challenge. And the, um, um... Yeah, or the skills challenge and then and then call it a day. Then call it a day. But, I mean, whatever. It is what it is. You know, like yeah. I said, I don't get paid those big bucks to make those decisions. So we'll see. NBA season, let it just continue to unfold. And whatever happens, happens. And, you know, we will be here to talk about it. We will be here to talk about it. So, right, so let's 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 kind of let's switch gears a bit. Let's switch gears a bit. You know, we, we talk NBA. Um, let's get to some NFL. Now we, let's, let's, let's talk NFL, man. Let's talk some yeah. NFL, man. And listen, like One I said, thing. AB has to be the last. AB has to be the last because he is just he's just special, right? You know, we got to give him his attention because I guess other people are not really giving him attention, but other people are giving him a lot of attention. So we're gonna yeah. give him the attention that he deserves. One one topic on the list on the you know on the list we want to talk about is Aaron Rodgers and 
So right now, Aaron Rodgers is leading the MVP race. I've uh, seen his stats and numbers. He's have the best statistical stats of uh, most of most of the quarterbacks this season. He is rated top five in Pro Football Focus, and on top of that, um, you know he's he has the number one seed in the NFC, uh, leading in the uh, NFL. But right now, he's going through some controversy right now because. A MVP voter, which is part of the media, ripped them the other day because they said they don't like his quote-unquote character. They said he was a bad guy. They said that, you know, because he's not vaccinated, he well, he lied about being vaccinated and, you know, a whole bunch of other stuff. And when I was reading into that, I just kind of laughed a little bit because I'm like, when did when did winning an MVP has to do with your character or what you what you decide to do off the field, as long as it's not illegal or anything suspicious or bad, that should have no bearing on what how you should win the MVP. If he has the best numbers and he put his team in the best position to win games, and he's a number one seed, that should like be he should be in the charge for the MVP. Now I understand we have Tom Brady, we have Patrick Mahomes, we have Joe Burrow that's in the MVP race as well, but Right now, Aaron Rodgers leads the charge in the MVP race. But when you have a biased MVP voter like that, that's this that's saying that oh, he should. I'm not voting. I'm. He said I'm definitely not voting for Aaron Rodgers, even though it's clear he's the front runner. I feel like that's unprofessional, and he should not be a voter. So here's here's my thoughts. Right, if. You don't want to vote for the guy. That's perfectly fine. Say I don't want to vote for this guy. End it there. Don't say I'm not voting for this guy because he is not vaccinated. He decided he wanted to lie about this, this, that, and third. Like, yo, you are losing credibility. Why? Because you're not, once you, like you just said, you're not voting for this guy because of things that he does off the field. You're voting for this guy because of things that he does on the field. Now, if you're talking about having a good morals race or a man of the year award, then okay, different story. But you're talking about most valuable player, not most valuable person, most valuable player award. Then like, yo guy, come on now. Really? But once again, at the end of the day, it's his decision as to who he wants to vote for as a voter. And if he feels like I'm going to vote for the next person, then that's that's fine because you might think you know uh, stat wise, hey, he's not the best player you know to vote for. That's fine, but if you're once again talking about because he ain't get vaccinated and all, listen, I yo, you're just ridiculous to me. Like that's that's beyond retarded for you as a voter. To say, like listen, as this is why I'm not voting for him. Yeah, it's a time excuse. Sorry to cut you on. He's, uh, he, he's using that as an excuse to say that's that's another uh, talking point people use to attack Aaron Rodgers. But I feel like mm-hmm. he just doesn't like Aaron Rodgers personally, and I can understand that Aaron Rodgers is not a likable guy. Like I, I, I can see that he's smug. He has a smug attitude. He's like, you no, know, he's low key. He's to himself. He doesn't really express himself to the media that well like he's not as talkative he's a little introverted he's aloof and stuff like that but if he's being the best player on the field 
and I'm an MVP voter, I have to vote for who's the best player out there that's helping his team win, regardless right. of how I feel about the player. There's some NFL players I don't like, but if he's if they're playing great, I have to vote on them just off GP, like just off the merit yeah. that they're playing the best. Yeah. Like that's true. So, and I listen. So, I mean, for years, growing up as a Dolphin fan, I hated Tom Brady. I hated with a passion Tom Brady. But then you look at the man's the body of work, like this guy. He shreds every team and he does it methodically. And it's like, oh my gosh, why am I watching this guy destroy my team? But then I understand the game and I'm like, this is why I'm watching this guy shred my team and other teams because this man understands how to play the game. So, but me as a voter, if I feel like, yo, you know what, this guy is doing my team dirty, oh well. This guy exactly. is doing an amazing job as a quarterback and what he's getting paid for. So why not give him the vote that he deserves? It's not that he should get, it's the votes that he deserves. Like that's that's what's you know like mind-boggling. They were but making I'm looking jokes. at the MVP. Mm-hmm. They're making jokes about saying that you know that that particular uh MVP voter was a Bears fan. So that, that kind yeah, of that's what he said. Like, yeah, that was definitely. I was like, "Yo, that these guys are ridiculous." But but I'm looking at the MVP race, right? So the top five in the NFL, right? You got Aaron Rodgers at one. Um, I'm looking at his stats. I I can really see why. Then you got Tom Brady at two. Jonathan Taylor. I'm not gonna lie, he's beasting it. He's at yeah. three. Um, you got Joe Burrow at four. And then you got Cooper Cup at five. That is a long shot. That is a long shot. Yeah. As a former wide receiver, there's no way. One getting in the MVP, you know, consideration as a receiver, yo, that's tough. But he's not going to win it. Um, and it's gonna yeah, be very difficult for him to, you know, I mean, he only got one game. Ain't no way he's gonna win it, uh, when fans over. Yeah. He has to ha- he has to score. Yeah. Six touchdowns for 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 them to you know say oh yeah now let's give it to Cooper Cup but even still like I said exactly. he's not gonna win it unfortunately but but what he did this year was ridiculous. To be honest, the MVP is more of a, a quarterback award. Like I mean, no, like I'm not I'm yeah. not saying that I agree that it's a quarterback award, but for the last I'll say for the last almost since 2013, a quarterback has won the MVP. I think the last player outside of mm-hmm. a quarterback to win MVP was Adrian Peterson. That's that date back all the way to 2013. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. no, no, no. My, my mistake. That was 2012. He won the, I, uh, won the MVP. But he had to have a he he had to have an extraordinary season to win that MVP. He was the only one on he, the team. Yeah, he literally had to carry his team into playoffs when he was in striking distance of breaking Eric Dickerson's record. That's that's mm-hmm. how they was he was able to like win the MVP that year. So that just shows you what a wide receiver or running back would have to do to win that award. Yeah. I mean, listen, at the end of the day, 95% of the time the quarterback has the ball in his hand. You know, yeah. 100% of the time. Why I say that? Because even when they are hiking the ball, 
they're hiking the ball to the quarterback to then hand the ball off to the running back. Or so passing it to the water. 100% of, exactly. So 100% of the offensive, 100% of the time on offense, the quarterback has the ball. Center, then quarterback. So, I mean, listen, they are the field generals. They are running the team. So, they're, I mean, that's why I say it's, I mean, like I said, look at the list again. You got three quarterbacks, you know, um, in the top five. Uh, yeah. That's the last um, voting, I think. That, that's the last grouping that's going to be out before they actually make the final decision on who um, is MVP. But Even when I you mean, look at the top ten, you know, uh, the MVP list of the top ten, majority of them are quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah. And I can definitely tell you, you got, you know, a few that well-deserved. They worked their butts off this year. Um, of course. And, you know, hats off to them. But, you know, listen. Yeah. But I'm looking at the top two once again, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. I'm just looking at passer rating. Passer rating for Aaron Rodgers. And, you know, as a former high school quarterback slash receiver, I can, you know, tell you passer rating means everything. This man, Aaron Rodgers, understand. And I, so I'm, as I as I throw this stat out, I'm a, I have you understand two things on it, right? So first off, passer rating for Aaron Rodgers, one hundred and eleven point one. Tom Brady, one hundred point five. Aaron Rodgers had one hundred and eleven point one passer rating, mainly passing to one 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 receiver. Everybody else were nobodies. Ridiculous. He, he, he really he only, only had, had one receiver. And he only has four interceptions. Four interceptions. That's crazy. 35 touchdowns to he four interceptions. Yeah, he missed a game because of COVID. So imagine him not missing that game, right? And Tom Brady playing all 18 games, 17 games. All right, we, we don't know if he's going to play tomorrow. Right, but he's played all games this entire year. Forty touchdowns. He's only five touchdowns away from from Tom Brady. Four interceptions to Tom Brady's twelve interceptions. Granted, yes, Tom Brady's getting older. Who, yeah, whatever. Nobody cares. You still, you still decide you're gonna put them pads on and play the game. So guess what? Who cares? You you playing the game, but. Yeah, I hate, I hate when they kind of touchdowns. Do, I hate when they do that. They kind of like, mm-hmm. they like what, like they want to, they, they make it seem like Tom Brady's like a seventy-year-old man in a walker, still quarterback or something like that. Like he could still play. I'm not taking nothing away from, him, but they keep saying, "Oh, he's 44 doing it." I get that, and it's great, but like I don't want to hear any excuses when he loses. Say, "Oh, he's 44 years old. What you expect?" You know, like I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear those type of talks. Nah, because if that's the case, then listen, dude, hang up the pads. Like, yo, hang up your cleats and and go into retirement. But the moment you decide you want to stay, come back another year, yo, play the game. And he's not he's not giving no excuses. He he doesn't care about what the media says. He's going in every game and he's playing the game as best he knows how. And I mean, listen, that man knows how to play the game. Just being honest. Once again, I hated him for twenty years. I still hate him. And twenty. Yeah, I still hate him. I still hate him. Heck, he beat my Dolphins again this year. Like, that's ridiculous. He needs to stop. He needs to go away. But 
I'm just I'm just thinking about like, yo, this guy knows how to play the game. But I'm just going back to Aaron Rodgers, like with his numbers, like how do you not give this guy the MVP? Like exactly. he should be That's unanimous. And me like, personally, I'm not that, really a that, big fan of Aaron Rodgers like that. I mean, I respect his ability and talent, but I don't like his smug attitude. I don't like how he how he's condescending, how he carries himself. But his numbers are undeniable. How, you can't say, "Oh, I'm not voting for him because I don't like him." You 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 come off as imper- mm-hmm. unprofessional, immature. Like you you you're a grown man. Yeah, like, definitely. That is true. But you know, once again, it, it it is what it is because at the end of the day, I'm not playing this game for you to like me as a person. I'm playing this game for you to like me as your team's player, your team's captain, you know. And I'm pr- I'm pretty sure there's people in, in Green Bay, you know, Wisconsin, those cheeseheads that may not like the way he carries himself as well. But listen, I don't care about what happens off the field. On the field, I need you to win my team a championship. I need you to win the city a championship. And regardless of and, how... And as long as you do that, listen. No, I was just saying, regardless of how Aaron Rodgers acts or how he comes off, as long as he's winning games and putting them in position to potentially win a Super Bowl, they're going to always love Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers. Yeah, always. definitely. Definitely. And I mean, that's the same for Tom Brady. That's the same for Big Ben. Um, and you know, shout out to Big Ben. You know, um, he's about to hang it up this year. I, I, I hope yeah. he does. Honestly, he needs to yeah. go out, you know, on a high because next year we don't know what's gonna happen with this guy. So he needs to just hang up the cleats. Um, but you know, people like that, you know, the city respects them for doing what they do on the field, off the field, whatever. You know, you can do by all means act however you want, but as long as you are able to play the game. Play the game to the fullest and win me my championship. Yep. And speaking of championships, that's uh, but I, I feel I feel sorry topic. for for players like uh what's this guy's name Baker, Yeesh. Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Um, that, we're gonna segue to the next topic on the NFL playoff well, that, race. That playoff who, race, right? Yeah. Who who you think is potentially to like oh, win the Super tra- Bowl? Oh, I, I thought we were skipping that guy. He was trash. Is he, is he worth us talking? Baker Mayfield. Out the only reason I, listen, uh we we could we could we could bring all right, him up. So right quick. if we're yes. talking side by side, never again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Let, let's give him a little shine because you know that's all he's worth and I don't think he's going to make it. So he's going to he's going to be on somebody else's roster next year. As a starter, no. No. If he stays in the only way he can continue to be a starter is if he stays in Cleveland. And that's only because it's like how do you have this guy and don't bring anybody else in after him to be a starter. Right? There's in the draft, I was looking at, you know, who's coming out, you know, next year, draft-wise. There isn't really anybody who can come into Cleveland and take over his starting role and be great. And that team or, you know, not, let me not say be great, be good enough. They do. They do. Which is unfortunate because it's like you, you, took, you look at the receivers, you look at the running backs, you look at the defense. It's stacked. But then the quarterback can't hold water. Like, well, to be fair, and why are we paying you for uh, Bear, To be fair for Baker Murphy, he's he is playing hurt. Now, granted that, I mean, he was struggling before the injury as well. 
but still he is uh, playing hurt with his shoulder injury. But I, me personally, I don't, I like Baker Mayfield, but I don't see him as the quarterback of the future for the Cleveland Browns. And that's unfortunate because he's, I think he's on his fifth year option with the team. So I don't, I don't know the the Cleveland Browns have some decisions to make either to stick with Baker Mayfield and pay him uh, like another contract deal from possibly four or five years or draft somebody, but you're taking a huge risk by drafting a new quarterback and then having to implement him and see how he might do. What you get with Baker Mayfield, what you see with Baker Mayfield is what you get. Now, granted, is, is he the best quarterback? No. Is he the worst quarterback? No. I think he's average. He's, no. No. He's average. Uh, to, that's to me. That's my personal opinion. I think he's average. He's middle of the road. He's like a top 15 quarterback. But, unfortunately, average is not enough to help you win the Super Bowl. Listen, is he worth a starter's contract? Um, no, I don't think so. No. So his who is in the market for somebody like this guy? Because honestly, once again, he's he's nothing but a role player. He's nothing but a a, a serviceable backup quarterback. And you're talking about two games. He's not even. I'm going to be – yo, keep it real on here, right? He is not even Ryan Fitzpatrick. I think Fitzpatrick, Fitzmagic is better than Baker. <laughs> Fitzmagic. I I feel Fitzmagic is better than than that guy, you can make, you can make that case. Baker. And that's – I, I think, that's just, I think that's just my mm-hmm. – I, I look at it this way, right? I think the ballyhoo with Baker Mayfield was because um, of last year when, um, you know, of course, with o, uh, OG, OBJ had got hurt. And then they started to take off. They finally made the playoffs uh, since the last time they went. They was able to beat the Pittsburgh Steelers in the playoff and make it to the next round to play the Kansas City Chiefs. And then they were in striking distance to possibly win that game. And then they lost, even though, uh, I think, even though, what's the quarterback? What's the quarterback for the Chiefs again? Mahomes. Yeah, Mahomes had got hurt and. Like that was the opportunity to possibly be him and win, mm-hmm. and like possibly like you know make a push for the playoffs possibly, but then it didn't happen, and then people were had high expectations for them this particular year with Odell coming back, and then when Odell did come mm-hmm. back and they were struggling, they put the blame. They basically scapegoated Odell as a sacrifice to you know put the mm-hmm. blame of on him, saying. He's the reason we're struggling. He's the reason because oh, um, Baker Mayfield's trying to force targets down his throats, and he's being double coverage, or he's being like you know high safety at the top, and everything, and he's not making plays. He's not making Baker Mayfield look good. So then they release him, and now they're still struggling. So now is what's the excuse? The only common denominator of the situation is Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield, yeah. Like so, I mean, listen, the moment. They got rid of OBJ, and they were still the same team. They weren't this explosive team. They should have really started thinking, like, dang, maybe it wasn't OBJ. Like, maybe it really was bigger. Yeah. This guy's not getting the ball to playmakers. And the really the only reason why we are being explosive is because he's handing the ball off to Kareem Hunt. He's handing the ball and off Nick to Chubb. Nick Chubb. 
Yes. And they're doing their thing at running back. But when you're talking about trying to stretch the field and get the ball to, you know, Donovan People Jones or, you know, um, that's really Juice. the only receiver that I mean, Juice, yeah, he's there, but it's like he, is he really there? Like, you know, he ain't getting the ball to these receivers who can potentially do something for them. And it's like, you, okay, well, it's not those guys. It's if him. You're asking Baker Mayfield to make a play, like two minutes left on the clock, and you uh like he has to drive the ball down the field to win the game. Unfortunately, he can't do that for you. What he can yeah. do is try to take care of the football and let the team do what they do. Let the defense get sacks, turnovers, transition that to field goals, score touchdowns, and take care of the football. He could he could do that. He could be a he could be a decent game manager. But when you when you ask him to make a play to win you the game, he can't do that. Unfortunately, he can't do that. He can't. He can't. And and listen, you know. His future is obviously in you know Cleveland's hands. This is not even a situation where his future is in and it is in his hand, and where he can determine where he's going to go next. He has to figure out what you know Cleveland is going to do in regards to either you know giving him an, uh, a franchise tag or just saying I'm sorry you got to go type deal, trade you whatever. But um, good luck on his future. You know, whatever's next for him is next for him. And I, like I said, I wasn't a Baker fan, just like I wasn't a Johnny Manziel fan. Like those type players, I really don't. They, I, I was neutral on Baker. I'm neutral. I wasn't. I, a fan. I, didn't, Sky, I wasn't a fan of him, but I, I did wish like some success. I didn't. I didn't. And I mean, he just played a, in a way where it was just like, I don't like your style of play, guy. And then maybe it was because he was just so arrogant and cocky with it. To where I was like, bro, you're not even the best person on the field. Like your center is better than you, and you acting like you the best thing since sliced bread, bro. Like, no, get out of here. Is Go sit on the bench defensive. next to the water boy. His defensive end, Miles Garrett, is better than position wise. Exactly, way better than him. And it's it's like, bro, get out of here. Like, if you if you can like really if you not you know. The running backs, if you can win us some games, then we can talk. But until then, like, I need you to go sit down somewhere and, you know, relax. Because, you know, you're not, the, thing, he, he, you're not the, the best guy. With the, he, he, they're minded with his commercials. Like, he's on he's on a commercial on YouTube, on TV, every other, every other like, commercial. And it's like, wow, like, he has a lot of commercials for a quarterback that's not as producing as high as... Aaron Rodgers or Patrick Mahomes. Like those yeah. guys, they have to I was watching. The... Good. I, I was listening to something on um sports radio locally, and they were talking about how this guy right out the gate, he had all of these commercials and hadn't even want started really winning games, but he's in all these commercials. <laughs> And his focus is on that side of things more than it is on the on the game. And that's probably what's hurting him because he has this outside limelight. He has this outside limelight that, you know, he's needing to feed. And he's not really focusing on on the game. And I'm like, man, that makes sense That, that I mean, that that could be true. Because, like, yo, if you can see how this guy is playing the game, it's like, oh, my gosh, you're really trying to showboat. 
you're really trying to like boost your fans and not really boost like your teammates. You know, you're not trying to like really work on that end. You're working on all right, what what's the next commercial I can be in? What's the next endorsement I can earn? And it's like, bro, is that like so that's why I said like that that that's a bit of his arrogance that I didn't like when he was back in Oklahoma. I didn't like it. And I'm like, bro, I feel I like the league don't need somebody like you. We already got enough of them divas. The part, the, yeah, the part of the reason where like the the lot of the I, I guess the shining limelight is on Baker Mayfield because the way he carried himself when he was playing at Oklahoma, he had a big chip on his shoulder, so he felt like he needs to be braggadocious, be bulgarious, be out there, like show like grit, show like bravery, courage, and let people know like yo, I'm not scared. I'm like I could I could live up I could live up to the challenge. I could do this. I could defeat a team, you know. And you know, possibly I I just feel like, you know, I, I'm not a man to like count another person's pocket. He's gonna continue doing what he do. If those commercials are helping pay him bills and he's making millions of dollars off it, hey, if you like it, I love it. But once you know your play on the field is struggling and people are gonna start you know, they're gonna start looking around. They're gonna be like, you know, what's going on? Why is he not playing up to his standard? Is he not practicing? Is he going through personal issues? Is he distracted from football? And that distraction, is it the commercials? Is it the endorsements? Is he doing movies? Is he whatever it is? Is he not a hundred percent all in on football? And that's gonna play a factor in contract talks with the GM, with the owner, when they're looking at it, his play on the field, they're gonna say are you all in on the Cleveland Browns because you're struggling right now you're on a contract year and you want us to pay you, but if we pay you all this money, are you going to be 100% in or are you going to be worse of what you are now? I get that. I get that. And, you know, like I said, we'll, we'll see. I mean, at the end of the day, the season is, is ending for him. He's not playing – Tomorrow, um, in his last game, so you know, and I'm he's actually about to undergo his surgery, um, so his season ended. But, um, I'm just like, man, listen, you know, whatever happens for this guy, listen, good luck. But I just don't see that, you know, I, I, I'm hoping, and I know the Dolphins ain't dumb like that to go after somebody like that. But I ain't gonna lie, if the Dolphins ever pick up this guy, I'm no longer a Dolphin fan, <laughs> no longer. Me, 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 and Chris Greer are gonna have to have a conversation, like straight up. But it is what it is. But let's talk so playoffs, man. Topic, playoffs is yeah, right around talk. the corner. Yeah. yeah, let's talk playoffs, man. We got right now the top seed Chiefs just clinched top top seed today. They they beat um Denver. Um, so they they yeah they they beat the Broncos and they clinched the top seed in the you know, the AFC. So they got home field advantage. Um, they are, they are good. Well, actually, no, they, they clinched the division. They didn't clinch the AFC. Let me correct that. They clinched the division, not the AFC. So, um, they are, if, if Tennessee loses tomorrow, which is highly unlikely because they're playing against the Texans, but if Tennessee loses tomorrow, Chiefs are going to more than likely lock up home field advantage throughout the entire playoffs and 
Mahomes, Mahomey and his homies are on his rip right now. And I'm not going to lie. I think they are going to go back to, to the, Super the Super Bowl. That's just my thoughts. I think they're going back to the Super Bowl. That's possible, Trent. Um, I do see uh, there. It's not going to be as a uh, no. It's not. It's not going to be a lock for them to go to the Super Bowl like how it was the previous seasons because of like all the talent that they have to face. Um, I do see the Chargers as potential opponents. The Colts are up there as potential opponents and other people. So, but yeah, you're right. They're, they're still, there's still a chance for them to, you know, go back to the Super Bowl. It's just, they've already went like back to the Super Bowl almost like three, this will be like the third year in a row going back to the Super Bowl. So that'll be crazy. I never mm-hmm. like seen like three years in a row, a team go back to the Super Bowl. So that'd be an extraordinary feat yeah. for them. Yeah. It's and, unfortunate and that I'm... they got blown out last year in the in the Super Bowl, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I honestly I don't so my thoughts on that Super Bowl last year, I think that was rigged. I think uh, it was rigged to to the sense like listen, just think think of this, right? So Tom Brady goes to Tampa, not saying that he can't do it, not saying that it wouldn't have been something that wouldn't have been able to be done. Because you look at the roster in general, that that was a that was a stacked roster. But Tom Brady in Tampa, Super Bowl is in Tampa. Why not make that happen? Why not make Tampa play the Super Bowl in their home city, right? And with Tom Brady, why not give this man another ring before he retires? Like, come on now. I'm not gonna I, say it's rigged. I just, per se. I just think that it was it was all stacked up. I'm not gonna say it was rigged per se. I I looked at it as Tom uh Patrick Mahomes. I think two I think two or three of his offensive guards were injured. So that that played a huge factor into why he struggled in that Super Bowl. Because he basically had no time to protect. And Tampa Bay has a good front four that could get after the quarterback. So that played a huge part. The defense, the defense won that championship. Even though Brady played good, the defense is the one like that's the that they're the ones who really dominated the game and made it so lopsided. I feel like if Patrick Mahomes had proper protection, it was able to find his receivers down the field. And he had a decent running game. He they, he could have made it a competition with Tom Brady to potentially win. I'm not going to say he was automatically, it was a lock for them to win. He could have potentially made it a competition with Tom Brady to win. And he could have possibly usurped Tom Brady as the best quarterback in the NFL right now for the long-term future. For so. sure. For sure. But like I said, I just think that it was a little um sus. But yeah, it was co- this it, year. It was coincidental. Yeah. Yeah, man. But this year, this year, honestly, I think the Chiefs are going to be able to. They, all right. So they're they going to make it right. So now here's 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 the kicker. Right. I think if they play against the Bengals at any point in the playoffs this year, if they play against the Bengals, I'm not going to lie. They're going to have a hard time. I don't care about any of these other teams. I think if they play against the Bengals, they are going to have a tough time. Did the Bengals beat them I just look the, at what the other week? They 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 beat them this last week, right? 
but then I also look at the the first game that they played against each other. The Bengals held them down. They didn't win, but they put up. They they made it tough for them. And you got to talk now. Joe 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 Burrow is clicking with Chase, as well as Higgins, and Joe Mixon is doing what he got to do out that backfield. Yep. Now the defense is struggling a bit. They're struggling a bit, still giving up a lot of points. But I think they can do enough, just like they did. Because, I mean, to be honest, Pat Mahomes is not as explosive. They're not doing as much. That offense is not as explosive as it has been in the last couple of years. And they're the doing enough to skate by down. certain teams. The defense there, like. Always. Been up and down the last couple of years. But you just think I think about like what Joe Burrow and them boys are going to be able to bring to the table. I'm not gonna lie, if they make it, uh, if they are playing against the Bengals at any point in the playoffs, that could be their toughest, you know, challenge in playoffs. Outside of them, honestly, I mean, yes, you got the Titans. That's a tough team, but I, they not that tough, especially without um, uh, what's the boy name? Uh, King Henry. Yeah, then you got, I call him, yeah, call him ain't that tough. But he might come. Yeah, I heard he, he's gonna come back. He, he if, he, like, if he comes back, yeah, they, watch out. If he comes back. Nah, that's they, for sure. I mean, they say he's coming back. Yeah, they say he's coming back for the playoffs. So we'll see. But I mean, you talking about against like let's say the Bills? Mm, the Bills might be a little, uh, might be a little tough, but. Nah, nah, not not too much. Um, you got the Patriots. I think that's a skate through. Um, although Mac Jones is playing his butt off, but I still think that's a skate through uh with the Patriots. Yeah. The Colts yeah. skate through, the Chargers definite skate through. I mean, Herbert is playing, you know, lights out, but I still think that's a skate through against the Chargers, you know. So, like I said, honestly, just my thought, the toughest team. Um, the Chiefs can play in the playoffs is the Bengals. Bengals, yeah, uh, yeah, it's looking that way, yeah, yeah. But you always gotta be yeah. careful about that crap. But on the NFC side, the that that's true, that's true, that's true. But on yeah. the NFC side, man, we got um, uh, it's for me, for me, it's between the Packers. And the Rams. And the I can't even give it to the Buccaneers. You don't see the, you don't see the Bucks I, get to the Nah, I can't. Nah, I think they're beatable. I think they're beatable. I can see. They I can are, see that they are um, definitely beatable. I can see the Packers and Rams in that NFC Super Bowl. My only problem is the Packers, and when they go to the NFC NFC Championship, like how will how will Aaron Rodgers play because. He's been in four NFC championship games and he's one in three. Like that last year when he lost to the Tampa yeah. Bay Bucks, he lost a lot of esteem. Like as like in, in terms of lore and status wise, when he lost to Tom Brady at Lambeau Field on his home field. So if he's gonna make it to the NFC, NF, uh, the NFC championship, he he better win because people are sick and tired of you guys going. 13 and 3, 12 and 4, etc. And then y'all make it to the NFC East Champion NFC Championship 
and then nothing like no Super Bowl. Like Tom, he, he still has one Super Bowl to this day. And granted, it's hard to win a Super Bowl, but if you want to be seen as a top ten quarterback or one of the greatest quarterback or be the greatest quarterback, you need to have multiple MVPs, which Aaron Rodgers have, but you also have to have multiple Super Bowls to go along with it too. No, nah, that's for sure. That's for sure. But like I said, I think you know NFC wise, um, Packers. Is right. I would love to see Chiefs and Rams. I'm not gonna lie. I would love to see a Chiefs and Rams Super Bowl. The rematch. I think that is. Um, oh no, no, not a rematch. Uh, Chiefs. You said Chiefs and Rams. No, nah, not rematch. No, Chiefs and Rams. Yeah, because that'll be like explosion, explosion all over the place. Point wise, like yo, scoring wise. I mean, that's that is on the AFC side. I think the Chiefs is the only team that can keep up with the Rams. Bengals, maybe, um, offensively, um, and then vice versa. Well, no, often, yeah, vice versa, honestly, offensively. I think the only team that could probably keep up with the Chiefs is, uh, I mean, Buccaneers, probably. Um, Arizona, if they were all healthy, um, but yeah, I we mean, don't know what the Packers they don't really have enough offensive threats. Yes, Aaron Rodgers can, you know, yeah, not nah, Arizona, that, that's that's crazy what, what's going on with them, but yeah, um, like, it just, I, don't know. I, I, I would love to see, like I said, at the end of the day, I would love to see the Rams and Chiefs, um, in the Super Bowl, but like my prediction. My prediction, Chiefs is taking it this year. Chiefs definitely taking it this year. Out of all the teams in the NFC and the AFC, I could I could see the Chiefs make it to the Super Bowl. And when it comes to the NFC, I could potentially see either maybe because I I personally like when it like in terms of regular season, I trust like Aaron Rodgers could get you to the playoffs. I just don't trust him in NFC NFC championship games. So he has to show me that he could potentially break through and make it to the Super Bowl. But outside of the Packers, I could see the either the Rams or the Bucks going to the Super Bowl and playing against the Chiefs. Mm, yeah. I'm not gonna lie, right now as it sits, right now as it sits, Buccaneers is playing against 49ers. Uh well, you know what? That's if it ended today. So I would say the sixth seed. I, I don't even know who the sixth seed is right now because if the 49ers lose tomorrow and they're playing against the Rams, which is a high possibility that they lose, um, then you're talking about – and then if the Saints is able to beat the uh, Falcons, Saints is actually moving into the sixth seed. Yeah. Um, so it's great. I, I, I mean, the Buccaneers, honestly, whether it's the Saints or the 49ers, I see them getting past them. So you're talking about uh, Buccaneers more than likely going to be able to make it to the conference finals again. Um, yeah. And I see, I the see, way Tom Brady play. I could potentially see a Bucks rams NFC championship game. I can see that. And it'd be crazy if it's a Bucks chiefs rematch. Oh, that would be, be real crazy. I, Hopefully... The Chiefs yeah. are fully healthy, have all their ducks in a row to be able to go up against them. Um, the Bucks don't—they don't look as 
dominant as they were last year in terms of yeah. defense-wise. Yeah. So I feel like it will be an even playing field and it could be a toss-up for who would win that. And, you know, we'll talk about that when that time comes. Yeah, that's true. And, I mean, you know, one thing, and we already know one person won't be there with the Bucks this year celebrating whether <laughs> or not they, you know, make it that far. Um, but your boy A.B., you know, that, that guy there, man, he's – I mean, talk about – Ending your career, I don't care what anybody says. If though if dude makes it to another team, that'd be bonkers. Like if somebody else decides to pick this guy up, I, yeah, I'll be shocked. But and I, honestly, I want to put it past a uh, uh, playoff team that needs a receiver to go and exactly. you know try to pick exactly. this guy up. But exactly. if he if he ends up on another team this year, I that'd be crazy. But like talk about ending your career out with a bang like this guy i mean so i'm let me get your thoughts on 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 how you think everything went down and how do you feel with everything and how it all you know uh unfolded from you know that last from from sunday okay, what's your so, thoughts on that so when, when it comes to my thought i want to take it back a couple of years ago when i first started seeing because I, I started seeing the antics with a b from Pittsburgh, and when, you know that that game when they won the playoff game, and AB started recording in the locker room, and the coach was talking about how they're gonna beat the Patriots and stuff like that. That was the first like, like whoa, like AB muttered it. Then he pulled that stunt against the the Las Vegas Raiders when he was complaining about a helmet not showing up to practice meeting, mm-hmm. and then he called the he called the uh, I think the GM or the owner, a quote-unquote cracker. Then after that, he went to the Patriots. And then um, when Tom Brady decided to, like, you know, vouch for him and sign him. After that, he had a sexual allegation, uh, an alleged sexual allegation. And then he got cut from the team. I thought he was done after that. Now he has a second chance. He had, like, a third, fourth, fifth chance. And he ended up signing with the Bucks. Last year, he was on his best behavior. This year... The whole situation just like flipped on his head because he got into uh, a situation with the coach where apparently he was dealing with an ankle injury and the coach was telling him to get on the field and he was telling the coach, I can't, I'm hurt. Like, I don't want to risk potentially injuring this ankle even ever further. Now, granted, mm-hmm. to, to, on the coach's side, the, they they were losing, and he felt like I'm not going out there to further injure myself, and we're like getting blown out. So it's like, what was the point? Even though they end up winning that game, which looks bad on his part, but at the same time, why not? Like, why why do all that ridiculousness by throwing your jersey, your gloves, running on the field like a like a like a, a idiot? Shaking your hands, doing the peace side, running to the locker room. If you're gonna leave, just leave. But the way he did it was just so unprofessional, so wild, so Antonio Brown. It was just like wow, bro. Like I can't believe. Like, like I'm used to seeing him do crazy stuff, but it's like every time he does a new crazier thing, it's just mind-boggling and shocking. Yeah, so um, what's your thoughts on the situation as regards to that?
Listen, my thoughts is it was. Uh, my thoughts is that this guy, I'm not gonna lie, he is dealing with something mentally, and he is pushing it off on everything else that is not NFL. Or sorry, he's pushing it on on everything that is NFL, right? And it's it's difficult to say that this guy is not, you know, the best at what he does. Um, hands down, he is one of the best yeah, receivers in the game. Um, but to put it to to only put it on him would be wrong. Of course. Why? Because I can tell you, and this is just from my days back in high school, um, and then knowing other athletes, watching these shows where athletes, I mean, where, where you know, these football players, these high school football players, heck, even, you know, uh, Little League, you know, these they're, they're put through the gauntlet of week in and week out having to play, having to perform, and... If they're injured, still being forced to get out there and perform for not for the benefits of them, but honestly, for the benefits of their coaches. Yeah. For the benefits of the 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 people that's putting the money in the pockets of either the coaches. Hold on, give me a second. No problem. being forced to play for the benefit but, of the franchise, the fans, no loyalty and all that other like BS talking points that they try to use to like galvanize the players correct. to make them play hard all the time. Yeah. And and I'm telling you right now, listen, I've been I my high school day and, and I, I had to, you know, it it was for me to say, man, listen, I gotta walk away from this because yo, I got injured in practice, hurt my back. And it was still one of those things. My coach told me, yo, can you walk? All right, get back in there. Might as well ask you, bro, are you you dead? I just said, bro, exactly. That's crazy. And like I said, and so for me to see that, I can, I can, I can kind of side with AB and say, man, you know what? I'm almost certain that they definitely have forced him to, you know, play through injuries. And once again, it's not just A.B. You're talking about every player in the NFL. You're making these big bucks. Guess what, buddy? Your body is mine, and I'm going to tell you whether or not you can continue to play. And if I feel like you're not on a stretcher, you are able to play, bro, and exactly. get back in the game. And that's, th- that's, that's, that's tough because, once again, you – as the man, as the player, you know your body. You know what's what's hurting you. You know what you are, you know, physically capable capable of doing. And if you're not, you know, honestly capable of actually going out there and playing, then, you know, what can you actually do? Because exactly. you can't actually go out there and play. You know your body is not able to play another down. But yet, I'm forced to actually. 
Yeah, right. especially especially if those quote unquote team doctors are telling you that you're good to play and you you know deep down like your body's telling you no you can't play. Yeah. Cause that's the same thing that happened with Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard, the doc the team doctors was telling him that he was good to play, but he got his own personal doctors and they're telling him different. So you know, you know your body better than you than anyone else. And if your personal doctors are telling you a different story, but the team doctors are telling you you're good to play, you can't really take their opinion on it too seriously because by the end of the day, they're the team doctors. They're going to do what's beneficial for the team. And if that's to get you out there, regardless if you're 100% healthy or not, they don't care. They're getting paid by the team. They're not getting paid by nah. you. So Yeah, exactly. So yeah, that's what I mean. Now, granted, I get, I get that in terms of potentially getting injured the long term, trying to play this game as long as you can. But at the same time, it's like AB has so much strikes against him. The media doesn't care. The why is just like, damn, AB did it again. AB is acting yeah. up again. AB's being a fool again. So that's why he's not getting the benefit of the doubt. Even if, even if he might be right in this particular yeah. situation, the way he handled it was unprofessional and classless. So, yeah, I think that's I think that's what's 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 really making it worse. It's all the extra foolery that he's doing. Like, bro, I'm not gonna lie. You didn't have to, you know, take your pads off, take your jersey off, and you know, yeah, just go leave. in the stands and like, bro, you didn't have to do all that. Walk your behind to the back, and then do that all in the back. That's fine. But for you to go here, go go ahead and just you know do all that, you know, just to get the attention of everybody. Like, bro, you didn't have to do all that. That's why I say, like, mentally, there's something, there something clicking. Something is not did, clicking with them all the way. Is this say something about possibly CTE? The cushion, CTE, you know? yeah. But you know, I think that's what they're gonna say about any and everything. Like, yo, it's CTE. This is you know the the many different concussions. I, I mean, there's other people in the league that has gone through, you know, if not the way same worse. thing, worse, but ain't acting the same way this dude is acting. And, and you know he's 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 wanting that extra bit of you know uh excuse so that you know to to his behavior and it's like bro nah and i mean now you got where he's calling out tom brady exactly. like oh is he a friend um oh he needed me like they need like bro what um, no nah, something they, is they, wrong they, with you why are you called, saying they called me in to win the super bowl not the toilet bowl the super Bro, they did not call you in to win the Super Bowl. They wanted to give you an opportunity. Tom Brady, being a good guy, wanted to give you an opportunity to win another chip. Yeah. Tom Brady had receivers. He had yep. Mike Evans, Chris yep. Godwin, Gronk. He had these players. And Cameron he said, Brady. you know what? Nah, listen. Cameron, like, yo, he had these players. But he said, nah, yo, I know there's going to be this opportunity for me to win this, you know, the Super Bowl again. Yeah. So why not bring somebody else in and that I know has the skills, the potential to win a Super Bowl to make it easier, not only for myself, but make it easy for him? Because yeah. I knew we could have did it when I was in, in New England, which he did. 
Exactly. But unfortunately, you know, you couldn't stick around for the whole year. But, you know, listen, I, I'm, I'm good enough to, like, have you on my team to where, once again, it makes it easier for all of us to win this thing. So and in terms you of to the, think, like, yo, he called me. Mm-hmm. No, I was just saying, in terms of how the team was structured, a, B, like, if you look at it like it was a cake, for example, A.B. was the frosting with the cherry on top. Yeah. But if you take the cherry yeah. and the frosting off, it's still a it's still a good cake. It's still a good cake. Still a good cake. So my thing is like, bro, why are you thinking like he, you were the reason why this man, bro, Super Bowl, your stats, you only have five catches, 22 yards. Let me, yeah, five catches, 22 yards and a touchdown. Gronk had two touchdowns. So clearly you were not the reason why they won the Super Bowl. Gronk had two touchdowns and that defense was the yeah. reason why I won the Super Bowl. Yeah. So I don't like for you to think that, yeah, no, nah, they brought me in to win the Super Bowl, not the toilet bowl. I was the reason why we won. Bro, you must be out of your mind. And then on top of that, he AB, exposed the text messages. He exposed the text messages with Tom Brady's trainer and stuff like that. That was that was a professional. That was it. Yeah, there was no need for that. It was. And and now it would have been okay if the um trainer ended up saying something like, Oh, no, nah, I'm not gonna give you the money back because I did something for you. Nah, the trainer said, Hey, I understand and I agree with what you said. So guess what? I'll send you back your money. Why you gotta expose this dude now? Yeah, it's not like the man was being dirty with you throughout the entire process. The man just said, I mean, he had the time, you know, the opportunity to do what you wanted him to do. So when you asked him for his money back, he said, all right, cool. Ain't no problem. Here you go. So like, bro, he probably got other clientele that, you know, he he could like go to to like, you know, pay him the adequate money. So it was no problem giving it back to AB. And on top of that, it was like. For you to even expose that exactly. about him, you're ruining his business for potential clientele in the future. So I didn't like that. Exactly. I mean, but I don't think that's yo, if he got he has one of the best examples of his work in Tom Brady. Exactly. So I don't think his 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 work just got jacked because Tom Brady's 44. And honestly, I I feel if he won the Super Bowl this year, he's gonna say, "Hey, listen, bring me back for one more year, just so I can play till I'm 45." Like, yo, I think he's going like, yo, for Tom him Brady's to have to, this guy. Tom Brady, still, Tom Brady, Tom Brady. Sorry to cut you off, but Tom Brady and Gronk were joking about Tom Brady playing till 50. Exactly, and I don't think that's far fetched. Exactly, with how Tom Brady is playing right now. So. I don't know that that guy AB man. Like I said, he's he's definitely killing his career. Um, and I don't think thing, that though, he'll be able to get another shot at. Um, here's the thing though, he with his numbers and that Super Bowl ring, he's a he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. But damn, his antics and what he do off the field is just so wild. It's like wow. So so now we running into the um. Terrell Owens situation will he get voted in I think he's going to get voted I mean, in but he's going to take he, a, it took, a, it's it, going to take a long time yeah yeah 
Because yes. what T.O. T.O. took him what almost 10 years to get voted in or something like that. It took um after he was eligible to um to be voted, he got voted in the first, like the third ballot. Like after the third year, that it was like that right. we can't we can't hold him out of the Hall of Fame long enough. Like we can't hold him this long. We we have to put him in. So they're gonna do that to him. That would have been they going it's gonna definitely be longer to the point where he's gonna forget about it. Like, oh yeah, I I I didn't get voted into a Hall of Fame yet. But it's gonna it's it's one of those things like you gotta think about it. Those are things that people are going to be looking at now. Hall of Fame, like yo, what was your body of work on and off the field? Do we want this on our record for someone who was like you? Who were video evidence of this guy throwing things out of a hotel room into a pool or like falsifying, you know, um, documents like, bro, do we want this as a stigma on our, you know, record or our like, do we want this disdainment in in a Hall of Famer? Like, I don't think that, you know, our Hall of Fame. I listen, it's going to be one of those things like it has to be years upon years upon years before they pull that trigger and say, yeah, you know what? Let's just let's just give him what he need or let's get him what give him what he want, because mm, I don't I know. I feel like me, my personal opinion, when he retires, whenever he decides to retire and then like because I think I think you got to wait like five years to be eligible to, to be in the mm-hmm. Hall of Fame. I think after that, after those five years, when he's el- like when he finally becomes eligible to go to, like, to be inducted to the Hall of Fame, and like maybe one or two years pass by and he's not inducted, he's gonna go on social media and start complaining and doing the same thing To was doing. But he's gonna he's gonna oh yeah he's gonna do it worse with To did. He's gonna take it up a notch. He's gonna like be because he he's really transparent. Like he's gonna curse. He's gonna complain. He's gonna whine. He's gonna. Like really, like he's gonna say the NFL's out to get me. He's gonna expose it all. Like Teal, Teal was a little bit more diplomatic about it. He'll go on shows and he'll keep it a little bit more PC and say how you know these players, these coaches, these players are out to get me, or I feel like the league is technically. But he's gonna be a little bit more political about it. AB, he's gonna like he's gonna lay it all on the table. So yeah, and that's 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 gonna be a scary thing. I mean, scary, but at the same time, like scary for the NFL. Very entertaining for people like me and you, <laughs> because the NFL not gonna want all that. They not gonna want all that. But you know, me, the media, we gonna want all that. We want to know what's you know going on on the inside. We want to hear all the you know the drama. We want to see all of that. And yeah, ooh, I can't wait. I can't he's, a of, he's a he's a Hall of Fame. He's a bona fide Hall of Famer, regardless of all his off the field antics and whatever he's doing. He's a bona fide Hall of Famer. He has the numbers. He has the Super Bowl championship to show that he deserved to be in the Hall of Fame. But it's just damn, like you you keep shooting yourself in the foot by doing all this crazy foolishness. Yeah, I mean, I just. <laughs> It's it's it sucks that once again you know his his career is going in this direction, um, but I just think that's that's just all um, 
that's that's a receiver thing, man. They are definitely divas. Um and it sucks, but ugh. I hope the next never, group of receivers, you know, the Justin yeah. Jeffersons, yes. the T. Higgins, the yes. the Cooper I Cups. mean Jamar Chase, I ain't gonna lie. I hope they are not like that. Yeah. Yes. Well, no, nah, you're not gonna get Cooper Cup to act, act like that. Cooper nah. Cup is an upscale, I am by the books, whatever you want me to do, kind of guy. Like he gonna yes. he gonna he gonna follow the line. I mean, he gonna walk the line without you know hesitation. Like you that's know, why I respect. I, and you know, it's, like, it's, it's sad to say it this way. Mm-hmm. That's why I respect wide receivers like man. Julio Jones. Yeah, that's why I respect wide receivers like Julio Jones, Megatron, Larry Fitzgerald. Megatron, yes. Kept it buttoned up. No off the field issues. They just yes. came play and went home. Exactly. They did their thing, but you got, you know, some of these, mm, I don't even know what to call them, but, you know, you got some of these dudes that feel like, yeah. Yeah, divas. They, I mean, they're worse than divas, bro. They're worse than divas. <laughs> and it's like, dog, seriously, you got to humble yourself, my guy. Humble yourself. Because, yeah. Yeah. yo, when, 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 when stuff starts to hit the fan, bro, come on now. Ain't nobody going to be around you. Ain't nobody going exactly. to be around you. Exactly, because the, the wide receivers like A.B., OBJ, Terrell Owens, Chad Johnson, Steve Smith, like, granted, mm-hmm. they were entertaining at, at the top of their game, but some of their, like, off the field or some of the, some of them on the field issues that they were doing was just, like, damn, like, ugh. they were entertaining. We love the, you know, T.O. Yeah. with the get your popcorn uh, running to the stars, celebrating mm-hmm. the touchdown, celebrating the dances. They made the NFO better and lively that way. But it's just the like dealing with them personally, off the field or on the field. Mm-hmm. I I know it was a lot, and AB's no different. Yeah, no, that that listen, no no different, no different. And I I, I listen. He has definitely tipped to tip the scale. To an all-time high, and it's like, bro, is this really, really what you're doing, bro? Is this really what you're doing? But once again, it's one of those things. There, there is definitely something more going on mentally with this guy that we don't see, and you know, we just only can. I'm not gonna say judge. But we can only, yeah, we can only speculate. We can only provide our, you know, opinion on what's on the surface. And that's tough. But when you got somebody like him who does not feel the need to seek that bit of help, it's like, bro, is there really something wrong with you? Or is it you just wanting to be this diva that don't nobody really want to have around? Or are you just are you just a crazy so, person? Like, I are just, you just you know, yeah. I, I there there's many more weeks to come. Yeah, yeah. Are you just a crazy person? And like I said, there's many more weeks to come, and many more things to unfold with his craziness. And I'd be shocked if he signed one of the team. Have yet to see you know what's I'd more to come. I'd be shocked if so, you know, so I, I was reading something 
like just now this is actually a report that came out three hours ago um so he's somebody it says antonio brown allegedly offered spot on a usfl team by former steelers coach i can see that happening him going to this league just to um keep his feet wet and and stay in some type of shape and show the nfl hey listen i still got it and somebody's gonna sign me somebody want this drama but we'll see the usfl i i I, you know the xfl the aaffl so yeah talking about this uh what is it you said you said I mean, yeah, just like all those other leagues, I don't think it's going to last that long. No. Yeah, I don't think it's going to last that long. Um, but we'll see. Um, there's, you know, Todd Haley, he's, you know, I guess he he gave, you know, uh, Antonio an offer. We'll see what he decides to do with that. I don't think he's going to – he may not even entertain something like that, not knowing exactly oh, what, you so. know, the pay is going to no. look like and, you know, all of that. Um the ins and out of it. Um, yeah. So we'll see. But somebody somebody decided to give him an offer. So Tom, uh, Abe, Antonio Brown is like that, that really, really but, um, beautiful yo, girl man, it's, at uh-huh. the school. And it's like, no, I'm just saying, Antonio Brown is like that really beautiful girl at the school. And it's like, she's like really, really beautiful. But then when you get to meet her and see her in person, she's just a, a horrible person, has a nasty attitude and feel like she could talk to anybody any type of way because she's pretty that's how ab kind of come off but that's that's the whole diva receiver like kind of so yeah so let's 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 look at this add insult to injury right let's how how, you want to add insult to injury so the usfl team todd haley's team that just offered uh, him a, a contract, right? Yeah. They are located in Tampa. Wow. What say this guy decides, you know what? I'm going to leave the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to go to the Tampa Bay. They're called the Bandits. I'm going to go to the Tampa Bay Bandits. Wow, that's crazy. I think he, I think he would do that just to throw shots just to throw shots that's crazy i just saw that i'm just looking at this 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 news report and i'm seeing that i like that at the end of the day you know ab needs his help and you know hopefully he seeks that help and he gets that help because it's 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 already enough where he's uh i mean he's still young a young black male in this society to have to deal with certain things um and not have anybody to you know really confide in and provide him the assistance to help that he needs so you know hopefully he gets the help that he needs and can change his you know change this thing around but being a diva i think is going to always be in his blood just i hope he becomes a more humble diva i don't see that happening but it, hey anything's possible i guess I don't see that. Yeah, that man. But man, listen. On that note, man, this was this. this yeah. 
But listen, man, this was this was definitely fun. Uh, we are unfortunately out of time. But listen, man, y'all uh, out there in Radio Land and YouTube Land, y'all stay tuned for the next episode with my boy Elo Speaks. Uh, we definitely got we we gonna bring it back. Listen, like I said, uh, sports season goes on and on forever, and we that de- can definitely bring up many different topics, many different sports to talk about. So tune in to another episode um, that I will soon have with my boy Elo Speaks. Um, but on that note. Any final thoughts, Elo? Uh, yeah, just follow me on, on my social. Um, just at Elo Speaks. Follow me on YouTube, Spotify, Google uh, Podcasts. Follow me, follow me on Anchor, and uh, follow me, uh, follow me on Twitch as well. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Um, not a problem, my guy. Not a problem. But um, once again, man, it's your boy Jeffrey. And you are you have tuned into another episode of Just Talking with Jeffrey. Man, listen, let's have a good, wonderful day, weekend, whatever you want to call it, man. We out here.